Yo, what's up? Welcome to another Hell Week special edition demo listen episode. I'm not going to do the rundown on each of these, like the, the the normal weekly intro, because it's not really a normal weekly show. Nate and I were just discussing how you're how we're going to dole these out to you. We might do like two a week, but we're not going to drop them all at once so that you're not overloaded. And and uh, we essentially have the same effect on you as our submissions have on us where you get behind and you just never get caught up. So we'll roll these out to you in a, in a digestible amount. Um, but if you didn't listen to week one, uh, go back and listen to it. These are our best listened to in immediate succession, I suppose. Not immediate. You'll need a break. You, you, you'll want a break. But um, yeah, so the, the format is that we're just going back. We're listening to everything that has been submitted to our email over the course of the last three months. We're not skipping anything. There's no pretense here. We're going to be eating on air. We're going to be fucking listening to shit. I bet by fucking the fifth, the fifth uh, iteration of this, I'm not even going to be doing this. I'll probably be so fucking broken. No, it'll just be, bl- it will just blend from one. <laughs> <to the next. laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, so like I said, this is not our normal weekly show. If you're starting here our, for our show, I mean, feel free to, but it's not necessarily an exact one-to-one representation of what we, what we do on the on the normal show. But it, it's pretty close. It's just there'll, there'll be less banter, less sort of uh, extraneous shit. We're just getting right into the meat of it on this. Uh, so let's 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 fucking do it. Uh, this uh, this one, in contrast to the last one, there's a lot of metal, a lot of metal in the list this time. It's there's some variation, but like a particularly strong focus on metal. I also want to say I think Brody is quickly becoming one of, of our of our more prolific submitters. Is this is becoming the Brody. This show? is the Brody show. Yes, Hell the Week Brody-o. is the Brody. The Brody. Welcome to the Brody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and we're just a couple of Brodeo clowns. That's right. Um, so first up, we have got Warlock Corpse. This was a submission from Sam. Uh, the release is Return to the Dungeons based on the Google Translate of the page that I've done on here. He described it as some Russian uh, dungeon synth slash black metal. Uh, he recommended a specific song to listen to because uh, he said some of these tracks are just dungeon synth, but the fourth track is probably the best representation of their overall song, uh, overall sound. Uh, so we're going to listen to the song Deadly Choice by the band Warlock's, Warlock Warlock Corpse, which is different than how it's translated on the site, which is Sorcerer's Corpse, but, you know, same deal. So we're going to listen to Deadly Choice by Warlock Corpse off of their release Return to the Dungeons.
we just heard the song Deadly Choice by Warlock Corpse off of their release Return to the Dungeons. I want to know, I, I really like the layout and art on this. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to note before we talk about the music here, Turd Ferguson, the reviewer in the Supported by Column, he mentions on here that, you know, it, it, it's um, it's raw without sounding like it was recorded on a broken boombox, which I, I agree with. I think the, the production quality of this is fitting for the music that we heard, but I just thought about like showing this to any sort of average fan of normal music (laughs) and trying to pass this off as like an adequate recording and like what a tall task that would be showing this to any fan of normal music and and convincing them that this is not a joke yeah for sure so to me this this is kind of this is like the this is the real deal version of the music that a lot of grimestone grimestone artists are like both an earnest homage to and a parody of right this so you know full disclosure this is russian black metal dungeon synth so there this is a coin toss on whether this guy is a neo-nazi you know what i mean those are you're you're in two scenes in which fascism is like the ideology du jour and you're in a country in which it's a good thing we can't read a word of it (laughs) yeah for sure so this was this was fun for sure the vocals were really stupid on this there were some very dumb musical choices made on this um this is a fun listen i think i would rather take the the sort of knowingly hilarious version of this that we get in something like old nick or curtain wall uh, but I don't dislike this. I, I, I also liked the full-on earnest presentation of something like this. It's fun and fun and whimsical and stupid. I don't know that I'm going to find myself sitting down to listen to this particular release in its entirety, but like, I somehow have arrived at liking music like this as a 32-year-old man <laughs> who knew. I'm sure Varg never knew when he was plucking away at his keyboards in fucking Norwegian prison that um, he would birth this movement. But here we are now in 2022 with, like, Dungeon Synth black metal being a, like, well-defined existing genre. I've been listening to a lot of Dungeon Synth yes. lately. I mean... It, you know, just this past week at work, just driving around, listened to like three FIF releases. Sure, yeah. Um, and uh, just like, well, both black metal and Dungeon Synth, just like fantasy in general. Yeah. There's a certain degree of, I guess, um, um, just acceptance. Sure, yeah, of course. That it's going to be stupid and hokey. Exactly. At some level. Yes. Right? No, yeah. matter how, no matter how awesome and majestic it may seem. Sure. Right. Yes. No matter no matter how how fucking cool, you know, you might think that uh, Dragonlance is. Right. Yes. It is also inherently hokey and stupid. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, I I had a hard time accepting that this wasn't in jest. I I feel that for sure. Yeah. Um. And and um. I I just this did not. Turd Ferguson talks about how it doesn't sound like it was on a on their broken boombox i think i would have liked it better yeah if it did sound that way that's possible for sure yeah. right yeah it would just have a little bit more of that um that mystery to it instead i could hear all of the fucking goofiness in full high high fidelity yeah. Yeah, yeah, display yeah. yo the fact that this is on a cd is really funny to me too because this was obviously recorded to tape it is low fi 
The idea of taking something that you recorded shittily and putting it on a more high fidelity, like digital format is so funny to me. Like it seems intuitive that this would come out on tape. Right. (laughs) Putting it on CD is just really good. I love that. It's so, (laughs) it's so idiosyncratic and strange. Yeah. Music itself has become like uh, an abstraction. Yeah, it certainly has. <laughs> you know what I mean? It like, certainly has. I think that you and I have both kind of witnessed that uh, and accepted that. You know, it's it, it, that, it gets into our concept too. That like anymore, it's 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 about the total complete package. Yeah, for right? sure. Does it does it check all the boxes? Does it meet certain criteria? I don't think this checked all the boxes for me. Yeah, me neither. Um, the 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 type of black metal that this. The the black metal is that was in this does not is not necessarily my preferred form sure. yeah. of the genre. At times, this sounded like, you know, uh, um, Dimu Borgir in nineteen ninety nine trying to play Old Nick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Right, yes, yeah, and uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I this was fine, but I've been listening to a lot of Dungeon Synth lately, and um, I've been listening to a lot of stuff that is definitely uh, better than this. Yeah. If not, if not. You know, no less goofy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I more or less feel exactly the same way. This didn't really capture the imagination. I thought it was fun, but that's that's about as deeply as I can conjure an emotion for this particular release. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's keep it moving. So next up is Residual Haunting with Demo 1. You can find this at residualhaunting1, the numeral.bandcamp.com. This was submitted by Derek, uh, and this is a project that he is in. He said it is pretty much straight-ahead hardcore with youth attack influences, and he cited, like... Um, the Repos and Suburbanite, Suburbanite and Goodbye World. It's interesting that that youth attack bands of that vein have become an influence unto themselves. Because when I hear the Repos, I just hear like uh, like it's a maniac version of Youth of Today, right? And I hear a similar thing in a band like Goodbye World. Like I would say, yeah. So describing this as straight up hardcore with those influences just is just interesting. Because I'm sure if you asked fucking Aaron from the repos or whatever he would say they are just playing straight up hardcore so it's kind of interesting how youth attack youth attack has become this like uh this like force force unto itself but all right so he suggested the first song on here defanged so we'll go with that so we're going to listen to defanged by residual haunting off of their demo one
All right, we just heard the song Defanged by the band Residual Haunting off of their demo one. This is a band out of Baltimore, Maryland. I don't think I mentioned that, and it's just uh, a two-piece. Uh, Derek, who submitted this, did uh, guitar and recorded and mixed it, which he did a very good job on. This sounded great. And then Evan, the other person in this band, did the vocals and uh, guitar and bass. Who did drums? Did you program those? If so, you, you did a good job because those did not sound particularly no, they sounded programmed. Good. They sounded, sounded like real-ass drums. So this is an example of a band who uh, the only reason that I can imagine that they're, that no one is talking about this and that I haven't seen anybody mention this is because maybe you guys just don't know cool people. This isn't on a cool label. Maybe you're not playing cool shows, whatever, because I think that this was qualitatively on par with a lot of really, really good hardcore that is that is popular. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's only been out uh, for a few months now. It came out at the end of December, but like, I guess just maybe this not having a physical format or if this is just a studio project, maybe that hurts it too. But this was really good. I thought that was like, that was excellent fast hardcore. Yeah, I thought this was really good too. I liked it a lot. Um, I don't, you know, you had mentioned them talking about the repos and of course then we're talking about a few few generations removed but the repos and sounding like just basically fast manic youth of today yeah and then the, i didn't hear that in this no me neither no um this was definitely chunkier and beefier for sure the thing i liked about this song is at a minute and 15 it felt like a complete song for sure i was thinking yes. about that compared with like we talked about bust earlier on yeah where it sounded good but it just didn't feel like fully formed ideas yeah this sounded like a complete full song in a minute 15 there was um there were several like fully realized ideas that came together. Yeah, for sure. Which I guess Goodbye World is a, is a good contemporary point of comparison for that. Even though that stuff is way more frenetic and manic, they do have hyper condensed songs that still feel very complete, which, you know, based on the cast of characters that's involved in that project is, is obviously uh, something they're well practiced at considering you got members of fucking Charles Bronson in that. It's mm -hmm. something they've been doing for a, the better part of 30 years at this point. So, yeah. um, but this was really good, just ripping fast straight ahead hardcore i can definitely hear uh the touches of like youth attack influence on this because this did mm -hmm. this was still frenetic and manic for sure this is like this is just wild enough to maybe put off uh, a fan of you know a mesh shorts dude who is not a fan of like the more uh, berserker variety of like fast hardcore but it's not it's not quite veering into like d beat or anything either. No. this is just good straight up fast hardcore we'll for sure listen to the rest of this demo uh, like I said, Derek, this was recorded and mixed really, really well. I don't know if you do that professionally, but you did a really fucking good job on this. I would definitely buy a physical copy of this if this was on cassette. I would like to hear more than four songs out of this. I don't imagine that one song that good is a fluke, so um, I anticipate enjoying the rest of this demo a lot. Would like to hear more from this. If you're playing shows or anything, feel free to call in and plug it. Like I said, I think that the only conceivable reason I don't see people talking about this is because it's you know it's not on a cool label, whatever. Maybe you guys aren't cool dudes. Yeah, I was wondering, I was wondering listening to this, like I, I wonder what other projects these guys have been involved in. Yeah, because this is definitely doesn't sound like a first rodeo. No, not at all. This is like a. OA. This is a fully, this is a fully realized vision in every respect. That was like good top tier fast hardcore in my opinion. So yeah, really, really good stuff. Thanks for sending that in. Uh, write us, write us with some follow-up information because I would be interested if you've been in other bands and like if you have any plans to release this or, or what the deal is with this project. Hopefully not just like a one-off of four songs because that's, uh, that's good enough to warrant continued, um, it's good enough to wear it further, further, uh, further releases for sure. 
So next up, we have got Bow Wielder. This is their demo too. You can find this at bowwielder.bandcamp.com. This is a solo project out of Virginia Beach, Virginia. This was submitted by Benjamin. Uh, this is another self-submission. I believe this is a, uh, a, a solo project. He described this as like raw black metal meets punk and hardcore, I believe. He, uh, he suggested we listen to the second song in here. So we're going to listen to Ashen Ritual Part 2 by Bow Wielder off of their demo 2. just heard Ashen Ritual Part 2 by Bow Wielder off of their demo 2. Uh, I want to say that when that got loud there at the end, it genuinely, genuinely spooked me. Yeah, I, I, I thought something hit the house. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I, I, was, I was not ready for that, that variance in volume. Uh, also on that note, 
we already talked about just like low fidelity recordings and, and like trying to pass any of this shit off to just like a normal <laughs> human being on the street. I love the idea that that Ben, who, you know, records everything on here, um, writes and records everything. His his brother or sibling is presumably Nathan did the recording and mixing. I just mm -hmm. love the idea that that's like credited to a different person like that. Like there's a world in which one person can't manage to do all that by themselves. Right, right. Or 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 that the recording and mixing is it, it highlights that it's just as crucial to the final product as the actual instrumentation. And I love that then Ben also did the mastering on right. it. So Nathan didn't have the back. <laughs> you got to pass it. This traded hands too many times yeah. for for the quality of, right. of like the recording quality on display. And there's here. a lot of effort put in. I think that. everything could be done in house, Ben. Um, but yo, I actually liked this a lot. I thought it was really ripping. It was it was a, a better one of the better examples of this style of like punk infused black metal that I've heard uh, in recent memory. Even though you do use the 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 dreaded descriptor blackened, uh, I'll give you a pass on that. This sounded really really good. My the I've brought this band up uh, several times in referencing music of this variety. That's like clearly a hardcore kid making black metal that that incorporates elements of hardcore and punk. This definitely reminds me of Brendan Radigan from uh, the Rival Mob and et cetera, many other bands, Project uh, Torture Chain. This had a lot of the same elements mm. just in the riffing, the production style, uh, the like the halftime part that kicked in on this was really, really fucking good and catchy. I like this a lot. I mean, it distills a lot of components of like of the Scandi black metal stuff and incorporates like the beefiness and riffiness of like traditional basement hardcore shit. I have no beef with this at all. I, I thought this was really good. I, I would definitely check out the rest of this release. Uh, you liked it better than I did. I thought it was pretty good. It didn't really grab me till a minute 30 when the halftime actual hardcore part came in. Sure. Yeah. That's when I kind of like perked up and listened to it. Um, oddly enough, you know, that, that what is it? Wizard, wizard corpse. Yeah. Uh -huh. Warlock corpse. Warlock corpse. Yeah. This is what I would like to have heard that sound like. Yeah, like quality wise. Yeah, sure. and I would like not, and I would like to hear this just maybe beefed up and cleaned up a little bit. A tad, just a tad, just not, a little bit. Yeah, for not sure. certainly not as that is not as clean as a uh, wizard or warlock, warlock corpse. corpse. Yeah. But um, just, a, just a tad. Yeah, I like that this is blown out. I like that this is recorded the tape, but I could use a, 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 just a touch more clarity on it. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was fine, um, but uh, it didn't really grab me till a minute 30, to be, if, if I'm honest. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I liked, I liked the whole runtime of this. This, uh, this did it for me the whole way I through. will say, you know, this goes into the next song, Destruction, destruction of Eden. Uh -huh. um, that last, like, 50 seconds. Sure. Bold choice. Yes. On three songs. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, yes. you're, you're getting real fucking close to wasting my time. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I right. I agree with that fully. <laughs> put, the, put it at the end of Destruction of Eden? Sure. No problem. Right. But right smack in the fucking middle? Yeah, man. Of, uh, of you know, nine minutes and 21 and 20 seconds of music or yeah. so? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree for sure. Let's Let's keep it moving. Uh, it really, it really busted up the fucking momentum. Yeah, exactly. Yes, keep the keep the soundscapes to to you know just relegate that to the end of the tape. Ever that's a time that's a time honored tradition in punk, hardcore, various forms of metal. But it, yeah, it definitely breaks up the momentum to put that right in the middle because I was with it. I was ready. I was ready for the next song to to kick right in and putting very loud noises in my headphones that led me to believe that we were being nuked was not. Um, 
was not the move in my opinion. But yeah, I liked this more than Nate. I thought I thought start to finish, uh, other than the the ambient bits, um, this was really really good. I liked it a lot. Okay, so next up we have got Attack Zero with attack uh, with their self titled release. This is a band out of Bogota, Colombia, which we've had a lot of lately. This mm-hmm. is spelled A T A Q U E Z E R o.bandcamp.com um this was submitted by sam a different sam than submitted the warlock corpse stuff um may have provided some context but i don't i actually know i don't think so just i think this was just a link um this came out in march of last year um so i imagine by now the uh 12 inch ep on static shock is is already uh available this was not on the regular show uh no Oh, that artwork looks awfully fucking familiar. It does look familiar, but it kind of looks like, um, fuck, it, it evokes a very specific release that we did have on the show last year. Maybe the Violent violent Spirits, maybe? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay, so looks like they have got uh, the first song queued up to play. So we're going to listen to uh, Destruction by Attack Zero off of their self-titled 12-inch EP.
Okay, we just heard the song uh, Destruction by Attack Zero off of their self-titled EP. So, you know, it's actually, it's kind of a surprisingly infrequent occurrence on this show that we have music on on here that I would feel comfortable categorizing as just punk with like out any right. other real modifiers. Any modifier, yeah. I think this was basically just punk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I didn't, I didn't love it. This, uh, this kind of, I, I, I thought it was well performed. It was well recorded. I don't think this is like static shock quality though, necessarily, you well, know what yeah, I mean? It did come out in static shock and that's where I've seen this art before then. Okay, cool. Um, and it is pretty, pretty similar to the violent spirit art too, just uh, less colorful, but yeah, I thought this was well performed, but it like, it really drug on for me at three, at just over three minutes long. I didn't think there were enough ideas here to, to justify a three minute runtime. There's nothing about this that I can put a finger on that I straight up disliked. I just didn't think it was compelling, man. I think that if I heard this when I was 16 years old, I might feel differently about it. But there just weren't any ideas on display here that that would like drive me to pick this up. There were there were moments of it that were fairly catchy, I guess, but um, just didn't do much for me. I thought the chorus had a good hook there coming in. Yeah, for sure. That's what caught me. I like this just fine. Um, I apparently didn't like this enough to buy it when it came out because yeah. I paid pretty close attention to Static Shock. Sure. Um, you know, this kind of reminded me, this was, yeah, it was straight up punk. It had a lot of sort of like melody. It was like pretty driving, but it also had just sort of a lot of like, I guess, um, melancholy and melody to it. Sure, yeah. In a way, it kind of reminded me of Rata Negra without the like all the post-punk in it. Yeah, I could hear that for sure. You yeah. know, but... That's one of the main things I like about Rata Negra is is that aspect, that, that post-punk aspect to it. Yeah. And this had the sing-songy parts to it without that. Um, yeah. And it, I, I'm not saying that they're even trying trying for the same thing. It's a totally independent band. But that's where my head went when I was listening to this song. Yeah. Um, I generally speaking, yeah, I mean, this was fine. I like this just fine. I thought the chorus is super catchy. But... Um, this is uh, this is a C in my book. Yeah, for sure. This uh, this actually felt like very West Coast American. There was even a bit in there that we both uh, remarked on on feeling kind of jarring because uh, it didn't really match up yeah, totally the with there. the rest. That that sounded like yeah, it sounded like an adolescence part or something. But the whole song in general, it evoked way for me way too much of that West Coast sort of like you know like fat wreck sound. Like it, this is like melodic punk at its core you know what i mean this isn't like the skate rock of no effects and shit but like you could show this to a fan of that kind of music and they very well could latch onto it like it's this is melodic punk music which actually largely has missed me for my entire my like the entirety of my relationship with punk like i was never super into no effects i've never been super even into bad religion really like they have some rippers for sure like some songs that i think are undeniable and some really good records and they kind of wrote the blueprint for that kind of stuff but all of like the 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 epifat stuff like mm. melodic punch punk shit like with the exception of some rare standouts has never been my shit so this is just not a style of punk that really appeals to me all of the melodic dalliances in here and shit just eh, don't do much for me yeah i feel that i kind of agree i like uh i like plenty of bad religion up to a point sure exactly i think the gray race is the last bad religion album that i actually check out and like yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. I just, it's like, like I said, I think they have undeniable, undeniable records. Uh, it's just something I don't, I've never found myself spending a ton of time with. Like I'll have to, I have to get in a mood to like put on Bad Religion and then I'm set for like maybe the next several years. I listen to them more frequently than that, but I don't listen to them beyond that album that I mentioned. Yeah. I, I don't really see the point. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. They're, they're just doing the same thing well over right. and over again. It's like the same phenomenon that we've talked about with like death metal bands, even if they're continuing to put out good records you get to a point where it's like all right even if negative approach had the output that bad religion has yes i'm dropping off at some point yeah for sure i i have two converge tattoos and i haven't listened to a new converge record actively since like 2011 yeah. you know i'm, I'm good yeah. like, i have no converge tattoos and i've never listened to an entire entire converge release <laughs> in fact yes in fact you gave me your original copy of jane though yeah i'd never listened to that record in this entire i've seen converge maybe a dozen times yeah never intentionally they're great well, yeah. at least they were. They're still a very good live band, but uh, they've 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 gotten they've gotten a little boring for my taste. But they hooked up with Boris. They did indeed hook up with Boris. They do a lot of collabs. Convoris. Convoris. Yes, that's right. <laughs> they've gotten uh, they've gotten a little collab heavy. Yeah. Like they they're they're in that they're in that space where like they've been a heavy band for long enough that they're like we got to experiment and do like cool stuff to stay interested in what we're doing because we've already wrote, written these like you know mathy like math core records like to right. the. the their, their ability is like immense, yeah. right? And they've already pushed it to the the, fi the breaking point. So right. it's like, what else can we do? I guess we'll have Chelsea Wolf right. sing on a song. I mean, I, I'm gonna speak for those dudes, right? Yeah, they don't they, they they don't need to fucking prove their bona fides or credentials. At least of all, to a guy that uh, is barely sentient in a fucking basement, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. But I have to imagine at some point they're like, guys, if we don't do this, we don't have a fucking job. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We gotta we gotta go play the European festival circuit, man, and right. have Chelsea Wolf sing on a record. Like we, we gotta pay the rent. So I'm, I'm waiting for the Converge Wicked Wisdom collab. Ooh, I'd like to hear that. I'd like I would like to hear Jada Pinkett on a track or two. Yeah, we were checking out some Wicked Wisdom last night. <laughs> it's really good stuff. As I was watching their their newer video from like six months ago, I was like, damn, dude. Pretty wild that this is the woman that Will Smith let cuck him on national television. Hey, whatever. Um, nah. she, she didn't cuck him live. Well, we now go to the live cucking <laughs> of Will Smith. No, but she talked about it as he just sat there with sad, dead eyes taking yeah, it. Yeah. Like, it's not like, let's now check in with the live cucking of Will Smith while he's like sitting there in a fucking penis cage looking at his wife banging some bull. Yeah, that's that's true, I suppose. But it, it was maybe still it was close to the emotional equivalent. Yeah, um, I'm just saying I wouldn't let a bitch with a side shave a haircut do me like that, <laughs> especially if I were Will Smith. Um, so next up we've got. Uh, <laughs> All right, so it's starting now. <laughs> the slurs and the general relaxed attitude. Oh, that's we're starting the, to kick our feet up a little. Uh, that's uh, we 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 would talk that way on the normal show. We've talked about. <laughs> it's just been a minute. It's been a minute since we've you know, like uh, I guess. Uh, just decided to um, be rude for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. So next up, we have got uh, we've got Rejoice from Ohio. Uh, we've had Rejoice on the show before. This is part of the uh, the greater delayed gratification records scene. This was submitted by by Nate, who uh, and this was submitted by Nate Vlad and I think several other people in that scene. If I can say one thing about 
that that group of people because I don't really love a ton of their output musically. I think most of it's good. It's just not really for me the vast majority of the time. But they really put on for each other. And mm-hmm. they like do a very good job of like pushing this stuff big up in their friends' projects. Anytime somebody posts any of this stuff in like the demo listen Facebook group, they're all like commenting on it and sharing the posts and stuff. Um, so props to them for being as as tightly uh, t- as tightly knit as they appear to be. So um, Nate suggested that we listen to the opening track, which he said I think is the best. The best he says he thinks is the best song that they ever. The best heard. title is Hog, which is just one of my favorite words. Hog is such a funny word for sure. Um, So we're going to listen to Empty Hands by Rejoice off of their promo 2022. We just heard the song Empty Hands by the band Rejoice off of their promo 2022. Kind of fitting that we were talking about Converge before this because this band and this group of people definitely seem uh, to to study like the Death Wish core of that era in general. Uh, they seem to be students of that kind of stuff. And they even used the tried and true uh, recording trick from that era of like starting the song lo-fi and then turning the quality up right injecting the beef right that's even that's even a thing that that a band of my mine did on our second ep in like 2009 to 2010 when when death wish core was at its height and i was uh, way into that stuff and on that note if i had heard this when i was 19 i would have fucking eaten it up um it was fast it was beefy you had a, a fun little dancey moshy part at the end you you have uh your fair share of angst in there but it is outward facing not inward which i appreciate about this mm-hmm. as i think i've said with a lot of bands from this scene even though it is not for me at this point in my life, like this just doesn't really appeal to me anymore. Um, it's good. It's really good at what it's aiming to be. There's no reason that kids into this style of hardcore wouldn't like this. I thought it was an excellent example of this style of like dark kind of metallic 
uh, hardcore. It just, you know, it just doesn't do anything for me now. But it was, it was really, really good at what it was aiming to be. I thought, and and based on on the previous Rejoice stuff that we've had on the show and that we've heard, I would uh, agree with Nate's assessment that this is this is definitely the best stuff that I've heard from them so far. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't really remember this band from previous yeah. examinations. Yeah. And I think I would have if they stood out to me. For sure, yeah. But this stood out to me as being better from what I recall. Right. Yeah. Um, a step a step forward for sure. I think that for me anymore, when I when I hear stuff like this, there was a, a window where I liked, I kind of liked this. Sure. But more I like the elements that form this. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if this is well presented in a live setting, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Right? Yeah. For sure. Like, I'm not going to listen to it and put it on, probably. I just want something that, um, I don't know, is, uh, well, more ripping in a, in a classical power pop rock and roll sense. For sure, yeah. Um, but um, <clears throat> if I see this live, as long as it's not too fucking full of itself, yeah. and as long as it's not over um, overstaying its welcome, Yes. right? I see a set like this. I got minute 34, minute 9, 2 minutes and 3. I don't want your set to be longer than 18 minutes. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Right? I agree. And rip the whole time. You right. know, this is this is this is black t-shirt core, you know what I'm saying? This is this is serious. This is long hair guy core. You got a guy with a beanie on in the band. You got at least two long hairs in the band, you know what I'm saying? You're wearing various graphic dark moody t-shirts. Um, that's the vibe of this band. And even though it's not something that resonates with me particularly, I totally agree in a basement or a small venue delivered with the, the right amount of finesse and energy, you can, you can win me over on this shit in a live setting for sure. Uh, Yeah. Especially if you're this, especially if, you know, you're one of just maybe the only band that sounds like this or one of two bands, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If I go, you know, that's why I don't go to them, but like. If I went to like you know a, I don't know is this as hardcore even a thing anymore? It is, yes. I wouldn't go to that fest. I know, and because would I, I don't give a shit about any of those bands. <laughs> For, yeah, they, there's always a handful of bands I like, but like, but once you put them in with sure, everything else, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. especially when you overbook like this sound, where every band has to be this sort of dark metallic heavy shit. Yeah. Uh, that's that's I'm I'm over that real fast, very quickly, right? Yes, yeah. But as a as as a little aperitif, so to speak, sure, yes, right. On a more varied bill, agreed. I'm into it. Yeah, agreed for sure. So yeah, this was good. Like I said, not uh, not something that I'm seeking out in 2022, but really good at what it does for sure. No no reason that fans of this wouldn't enjoy this a lot. So, um, all right, let's uh let's listen to the next thing. So we have got Milk Toast uh, with Catterwall. You can find this at Milk Toast punk.bandcamp.com this is a band out of indianapolis it was submitted by michael from indianapolis he said he wanted to give us a little indie scene report which i appreciate because i actually recently have had a, a couple people reach out to me uh mark from super crush reached out and then somebody else reached out to me recently wanting to book indie and like asking uh oh vince from modern color i think was trying to book down there too and was like what's going on down there and i felt i found myself kind of at a loss uh-huh. yeah like there are a few things uh lib from there who's mm-hmm. they just put out their new record on convulse um there's like all of the rap stuff that's going on which i'm like very well versed in obviously but uh other than that like not a ton there's sundown which is like uh, gruff like orgcore hot water musicy punk mixed with hardcore 
There's uh well yeah I don't know there's Pat and the Pat and the Pissers from that general area I think um, there's a handful of cool things going on there but it's a, it's a, in a bit of a of a lull I think well also I think that certainly in the past couple of years yeah you know I mean perhaps a lot of the folks that uh, we know yeah have aged out or for moved sure. out yeah yep, yep you know what I mean yeah for sure so I mean you know I was thinking about like the past couple of years have kind of been like a great culling. Yes. Where I found myself going to a show Well, when we went down and saw Maneaters. Sure, yeah, yeah. And um, Hell Regal played. Oh, yes. Hell Regal. Great band in Indy. Sure, yeah. And um, when we went down there, like, seeing familiar faces. Yeah. But feeling like it was the, like, the first time I had seen them again, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, introductions needed to be made. There was too much estrangement. Sure. And there were also notable faces that normally I would expect to see at any show that in the past might have been there, maybe not, but weren't yeah. there anymore. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I think they're in a they're in a transitional period, and that's not to say that there's not a, that there's not things going on there. There's just not that much going on there that I find super interesting right now. There's a handful of things. Obviously, our friend Alfie's band, Obscene. If you like death metal, you and you're in touch with the contemporary death metal scene, you probably know about that band. They're very good. I mean, there are a handful of really good things going on in indie, no doubt. It's just it's not. It, it particularly particularly in terms of the stuff that I always noted it for, uh, the forms of hardcore and punk that were always notable, uh, like they just haven't existed there for a minute. And right. It's, it, it's in a bit of a, a transitional period for sure. So this is Milk Toast. Uh, the release is Catterwall. Um, the song they have queued up to play is Dead Inside. So we're going to listen to Dead Inside by Milk Toast off of their release Catterwall.
Okay, we just heard the song Dead Inside by the band Milk Toast off of their release, Catterwall. So, man, the write-up for this. Did you check this out? I read it. It's very long. Dude, it is so fucking long. So, just as a bit of friendly advice from someone who does this semi-professionally in terms of like doing write-ups for bands i will ask them like hey do you want a lengthier thing that you're sending out to publications that you're using for like um that you're using for like you know an electronic press kit type of thing or are you looking for a digestible you know short two to three paragraph blurb to to succinctly summarize like what you're going for who you are etc you know even the long piece that I do for a band is like a third the length of this. This is wildly, wildly fucking long. If your music cannot speak for itself without nine paragraphs of accompaniment, accompaniment like contextualizing and explaining it, you got to go back to the drawing board on on multiple fronts. So that's, <laughs> that's the first big misstep here. Uh, musically, this uh, this was pretty boring. I mean, it, it, it didn't do much for me. It, it was well put together. The bands that they cite, um, yeah, it makes sense. Melvin's, Mud Honey, they name check Fu Manchu. Uh, they incorporate Black Flag, Child by Dead Kennedys. Uh, they mention being stoner doom nerds trying to play punk. Yeah, that comes through for sure. This is somewhere in the in the sort of middle space between many of the bands that you mentioned. Um, I was hesitant going into this because of the presentation alone. I really, really hate the art style of mm, this. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it myself. I really hate it. Um, it's me, a it, it's a little too cheeky. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little too coy in that way that um, seems to be popular with the bar scene. Yes, absolutely, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is like this is like your alt mommy and daddy type shit. This yeah. is like really like artistically like real weekend warrior. You have a you have a cheeky zany bumper sticker on you know. Yeah. Like your your uh your you have a bumper sticker that says like hella kids up in this bitch or something. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um yeah, this this did nothing for me. This is I am not the target audience for this on any Is level. that what Jada Pinkett Smith's bumper sticker says? Hella bulls up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting ran through by hella bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, this is I'm I'm not the man meant to hear this music. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think that Musically, whatever it's fine. This sounded sure. like an. This sounded like uh for me. This sounded like um the band that is playing before the band I came to see <laughs> at the bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. And there's a couple of there's a couple of like for me anyway. There's a couple tips here. Uh -huh. Right. Not not tips on what to do because I don't know what the fuck you guys can do. Right. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do. But what I'm saying is when I look at something, there's a couple of tips, a couple of cues here that kind of set me off. One was the length of the write-up because it sounds like a whole bunch of expedition and apolo apologizing yeah. before I even <laughs> right. get to the music, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, well, sure. well, let me explain. We're really metal guys, but we're trying to play punk. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it works. Yeah. You know? So there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking exposition there that as Grace said I feel like just let the music speak for itself yeah um, you know and um, all the different tags it doesn't land on one thing right the sludge part kind of felt just like I mean it 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 sounded like it could have been part of a legit doom song sure yeah but it also felt kind of shoehorned in 
I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, like, hey, we got to have this ledge part in this song. Yeah. So I don't know. It was I, I'm not a big fan of the art. You know, the artist obviously has some talent and has a unique st- and, and, and definitely a style. Sure. But not a fan of it because I'm not a fan of the uh, the juxtaposition of, um, you know, kawaii shit with like. You know, ooh, it's evil and dark. Yeah, this, it's, it's like a Hello yeah. Kitty AR-15. Yeah, it's it's this is like the hot topic generation aging into into the IPA craft beer generation. Yeah, you know, it's Melvins do that a lot too. Sure, yeah, and and I really like that's one as much as I like the Melvins, I really kind of don't like some of their art. Like it's it looks really dated for sure. And and there there is crossover in crowds with like. Like, the Melvins are an outstanding band who pioneered shit like this and has been doing it well for a very, very long time. Yeah, like 40 years, almost. But there's a lot of crossover in terms of, like, a person who would be interested in this and in the Melvins. Like, I find myself, um, like, at a Melvin show, it's it's not people like you and I. You know what I'm saying? Well, there are, there are, but there, but it's not like. <laughs> what does that mean? Not people like you. They and don't I. look. Just, just, they don't look like you. Therefore, and I, they're I mean. shitty. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not implying you that. Fucking prejudice <laughs> prick. No, I'm just saying they're not people that look like you and I. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different crowd. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I feel it. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I guess I, I, this is this sort of stuff is never really. Because it doesn't land on one thing. Like, if it focused on catchy, ripping rock riffs. Sure. And then, granted, we only listen to one song. Right. But that song was four minutes and 30 minutes, four, four minutes and 30 seconds. So I'm sure. guessing there's, or pardon me, 235. Never mind. Um, so, you know, yeah, it, there was nothing in that 235 that grabbed me. No. Nothing. No. So this isn't for me. Whatever. But they're playing in India. They're uh, playing in India. So um, good. Go see him. Go see him. Check him out. Go buy yourself a zombie dust beer and swill it down while yeah. you're rocking out. Right. To the go buy. Of go toast. buy yourself. Uh, you know. You know what? Fuck it. Right. Yeah. It's Friday night. Sure. Drink six, seven of them. Do a couple shots. <laughs> yeah. Get in your car and ram that fucker into a fucking family van. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, who am I to judge? Right. Live on the edge. Okay, so next up we've got Mega Colossus with Rip Time. You can find this at music.meltedfaces.com, which is a really interesting... it's a really interesting URL to choose because they chose that. They're ostensibly they're paying for it. So mm-hmm. um, this was submitted by uh, Brody as well. Brody said that he is uh, currently rereading the uh, Drizzt series, mm-hmm. um, and it led him to some uh, some trad metal shit. And he landed on this. He said it's like power metal in the vein of like Eternal Champion or something like that. Um, and uh, and he thought it was sick, so he submitted it. Um, we have got uh, the first song queued up to play here. So we're going to listen to Razor City uh, by Mega Colossus off of their release, Rip Time.
All right, we just heard the song Razor City by the band Mega Colossus off of their LP Rip Time. Uh, at least I think it was, yeah, yeah, okay, this did come out on LP. I, I could see this being a, a CD only, a CD only deal just yeah. based on who the fan base for this kind of stuff is. Sure. But I think some of them have graduated to LPs in the last 10 years or so. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is power metal of the classic variety for sure. They're singing about fantasy shit, they're riffing their asses off. Uh, there are some good riffs in here, right? Informed by new wave of Briti British heavy metal classic stuff. Um, I always comment whenever I hear stuff like this on how fun it would probably be to play in a band like this. But for me, it very infrequently translates to being um, a particularly fun listen, with some with some exceptions, right? There there are there are instances where I can really latch onto this stuff and have a good time with it. Nine out of ten times, it just it just kind of misses me. Like the joke is is fun enough, uh, but not engaging enough to keep me coming back to stuff like this. I don't actively seek this kind of shit out. Usually, if I am gonna listen to to shit like this, it is of the classic variety. And like, dude, I can count the times that I've actively gone out of my way to listen to this style of power metal in the last 10 years on, on one hand is just not something that I, uh, that I spend time thinking about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It is what it is. How'd you feel about it? Um, I like this fine. Yeah. I mean, I'll, these guys have been around for a grip. Yeah. Like uh, the better part of 20 years. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, their first full length came out in 2008, just looking them up. Okay. Um, so they've been around for a while. Obviously, they know how to write a song. Sure, yeah. It's there's some, there were some decent riffs in there. This, to my ear, mm -hmm. had um, a little bit too much of like the modern, real digital, a la Dragon Force aspect to it. I agree for sure. Right, yeah. production know? hurts a lot of this stuff, man. And um, yeah, to, I didn't find that very appealing. Like when I listen to, <clears throat> we'll say like new wave British heavy metal music, right? Yeah. One thing I'm looking for is like that classic warm yeah. sound for sure. And the incorporation of, I guess, maybe not so much a focus on like because at times it's bordered on thrash for sure. Yep. Um, the, the 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 focus on like speed and precision. Yeah. But rather the um, I guess the um, sort of the classic almost sort of blues influence of like Saxon or something. Sure. Yeah. And this is totally different, right? Yeah. But I, I'm thinking about another recent, more recent band that we heard was like Megaton Sword. Sure, yeah. And I like the songwriting in there a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. Right? It was yeah. more akin to what I look for from like, you know, power metal and new wave of British heavy metal yep. than this was. This was a little too digital and a little too shreddy for me. Yeah, I agree, man. It's it's very masturbatory, uh, which I get. Like that's 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 part of the genre. That's the point of the genre in many ways. But yeah, this stuff to me has always just struck me as really, really sterile. And that's not what I'm looking for from pretty much any iteration of metal. Yes, it was. It was very sterile. It's the same reason I don't like fucking Racer X or Dream Theater and right. shit, right? It's just like, to me, it, it, it jumps the shark entirely and it, and, it, and it also misses the point. Like, it elevates aspects of metal that I think are the least important components, which is like virtuoso playing and, you know what I'm saying? It just, I think it gets, it emphasizes the wrong the wrong bits of the genre, not the parts that I want to hear elevated. So yeah, if you're a fan of power metal, this is good. This is a good modern iteration of the genre for sure. Just not something that particularly interests me. <laughs> the artwork for this is very confusing. It is. It is I mean, very it's confusing, pretty yeah. well done comic book style, like almost like sci-fi horror stuff. Yeah. 
But it, and then the 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 band's name at the top. Yep. And like it's just simple, pretty pretty shitty font. Yes. Like looking, if I saw this record, yeah, I would have the, the just based on the art, I would have no idea what's in here. Not even a clue, dude. Right. Yeah. I might think that it's I I don't know like. Uh, anime music yeah which well which kind of kind of is it kind of is almost kind of was but like yeah the artwork is well done sure yeah but i have no idea what it's referencing i have no idea what the fuck is going on yeah, yeah. it's like three weirdo horror sci-fi faces and monsters like drooling and like looking crazy yeah with a pyramid in the corner yep i wouldn't have the slightest clue what this sounded like based yeah. on the art so and um fuck you again yeah again uh, good at what it does, not the target audience. So next up, we have uh, Diabolizer. This is uh, Chalcedonian Death. You can find this at Diabolizer.band. Diabo- Diabolizer. Diabolizer. Yeah, like diabolic. Yeah, sure. You think that's a better pronu- pronunciation? Diabolizer? That's how I pronounce that. Yeah, that's probably true. Diabolizer. I, it, it, it certainly rolls off the tongue better, right? Yeah. Um, so this was submitted by Brody as well. Um he said some things about it, but I can't remember what. Uh, it's out of Istanbul, Turkey. Definitely looks... Uh, Are we going to run out of Brody submissions? Are we going to run out of them? Yeah. In what sense? Like, this is like the sixth Brody submission, I think, in two episodes. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the sixth one. Yeah. I, there are more to come, my friend. Okay, he's he's really on it. This man listens to a lot of fucking music. He sure does. Well, and, he, uh, and he listens to the show, so... Australia's been locked the fuck down. That's for true. a long time. So they don't have any freedom there. <laughs> this dude's just sitting inside, just listening to music. They don't so. have any freedom there. So, um, so it looks like uh, Maelstroms of Abhorrence. That is uh, queued up to play, the second track on here. So we're going to listen to Maelstroms of Abhorrence by Diabolizer off of Chalcedonian Death.
right, we just heard the song Maelstroms of Abhorrence by Diabolizer off of Chalcedonian Death. How'd you feel about that? Oh, uh, that was really good. Yeah. That was modern death metal of the ilk that I like. Like, that wasn't yeah. mold from the tomb. Right. That clearly had a lot of modern influence. Sure, yeah. And just, I guess, like, modern playing and modern recording and everything. Yeah. But it still sounded really fucking good. I agree. It wasn't a wank fest. It didn't overstay its welcome. It had a lot of really good ideas that, that, that fit together for sure that yeah. riff that came in at like three minutes that was the riff man yeah that right? was the riff in this song this this reminded me of like modern death metal that i really like in the vein of like a band that i really like from italy um cosmic putrefaction oh yeah that band's sick both in theme and in execution yeah um members of this you know they're in some bands that i'm not familiar with some that i are uh, it looks like uh, one of the guitar players is in hyperdontia oh sick okay. and that last that hyperdontia record from last year fucking smokes yes very good um, did we have that on the show no we didn't but i talked about I it think, at one point. okay yeah you talked about it yeah. um it's put, really good i think you put me on that record yeah. yeah yeah i i really like this this band has been around for a grip since 2012 anyway uh -huh. um but this is the first full length oh okay cool um, as far as I could tell, they have something from 2016, an EP, Apocalypse. It has, well, I mean, considered by most standards anymore, this is a full length of seven songs, and it looks like it's probably close to 30 minutes. Yeah, that's basically a full a length. A full length, yeah. right. Um, this is eight songs, probably clocking in more along the lines of 50 minutes. Sure. Um, yeah, I, re I really like this. I'm, I'm looking at buying it now. Um, I'm looking for it now in, in a, uh, I guess, a... Uh, uh, a preferred format, yeah. That is also um, reasonably priced when it comes to shipping. Sure, yeah, yeah. This was really good, man. I actually, I think I liked this best when it was blasting. Other than that mm -hmm. one riff that we talked about, that chunkier, techier riff that came in like three and a half minutes, which I think was the the standout riff in this. But when this was blasting and going at hyperspeed, I thought it was particularly compelling. Mm -hmm. um, when it first came in, like just the first couple moments, I was like, okay, am I going to be fully on board for this? I'm like, I'm half in the bag right now. Uh, and then when it kicked in and started blasting, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm into this. This is really, really fucking good. Um, interestingly, too, I think all of the the uh, instrumentals for this and the vocals, actually, like all of the parts of this were recorded in isolation. Yeah. Like everybody recorded everything on their own and then somebody it was sent somewhere. It, it, and it all it fit together. It did not sound disjunct. No, it didn't at all. It, it, it worked really well. Everybody did their jobs uh, incredibly well on this. This was... Uh, yeah, this was really good, man. And the chunkier bits um, owed more than a little bit to Deicide, which I don't think that you hear that much in modern death metal, really. No, no. That I mean, that was. It, it's even mentioned, I think, in one of the reviews. Somebody mentions Deicide. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Here in the supported by. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, sure. it certainly does owe a bit. I mean, got, dude, even kind of sounded like Len Benton. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know. I don't think that's. I mean, I like Deicide up through Once Upon a Cross. Yeah, pretty much. Serpents of the Light is fucking goofy. Yes, very. Um, and I don't listen to anything past that. But um, at least those first few are fucking rippers. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, this fucking smoked. Yeah. The artwork and this is sick. It's like some Cthulian statue. Yeah. God, if we talk about how we wish we could live in like the fantasy world, right? Yeah. And just basically be adventurers, swinging swords for a living. Sure. Right. Yeah. Drinking potions and feeling better, right? <laughs> yeah. Magic is real. Yeah. That'd be cool, too. Yeah. But man, if there's one thing I really wished it was real, it's not Jesus, it's not God, it's, it's this shit. Yeah. I wish, I wish that there was, like, a reality where you could 
Potentially, and it would be catastrophic. Yeah. It would be definitely mind-shredding and uh, reality-altering, but you could look up in the sky and see a, see a tear, a void appear, mm. and black tentacles and clawed hands wrenching it open to enter into our realm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, let's spice it up. Let's get let's let's get weird then. Right? Yeah. For sure. Because like the man, the the threat of like nuclear war and shit, it just feels so banal. Yes. Exactly. Like right? cool. A bunch of fucking morons with their fingers on the button. Right. What a what a just what an undignified way to right. go out. Right. Right. And like while we might not be able to fully comprehend the minds that think like, yeah, I'm gonna do this now. Sure. At least we can relate because they're of the same species. I want to see something that is incomprehensible. Right. And like, like well. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I feel like I would be able to resign myself to my doom with like a lot less frustration. Yeah. If and, I and, just saw a fucking Lovecraftian <laughs> horror emerging right, from the blackened right. maw and, of the sky. And I'm not curious. Like the prospect of annihilation, human-caused annihilation, doesn't make me curious. No, not at all. If I saw some fucking orb of eyes and tentacles that yeah. looks like Dan Seagrave art sure. fucking arise from the ocean, yes. I am terrified and very curious. <laughs> Agreed. Right? Yeah, for sure. You know? Like, yes. that, that's what I want. God, I wish that shit was real. I wish that, like, as the glaciers melt in Antarctica, yeah. you know, like, oh, the Mountains yeah, of Madness yeah, yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. real. Like, some sure. some cyclopean architecture is found deep in some crevasse and revealed as a, as a statue yeah. Awaiting the alignment of galaxies to come back to life because this unknowable, un unknowable, unthinkable, yeah, otherworldly entity has just been waiting for all those millennia to conquer Earth. Yeah, see, that, that's the other thing too. Like, as I we've kind of talked about this in terms of like you know if Satan ends up being real deal. I've I've talked about this too, but like as it stands in the face of 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 uh, human of human horror and uh, and like I, I I strive to be a humanist and I and I, I certainly strive to side um, to side with virtue when I can right, but. If I knew that like Cthulhu were out there and he yeah. was coming, I could be swayed to the side of evil. Well, I could I, be swayed to do the bidding of the unknowable esoteric old gods. I think that you'd be on the winning team. For sure. Right. And then evil is no longer this pedestrian banal thing. No. It's fucking cool now. Because human evil's not cool. cool. No. But this is cool. This is really cool. Yeah, for right? sure. This is really cool. Like, you can just imagine, like, the the gaping maw of Cthulhu, yeah. right, compelling you to to travel, you know, across across the lands to get in and throw yourself into his maw and your final thoughts yeah. as his, you know, as his oddly stony, but at the same time slimy hand lifts you towards his teeth and his tentacles reach out. It's like, this is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, this is sure. pretty fucking cool. Yeah, what a way to go. I, I mean, I know I'm fucked, but this is pretty fucking cool. For sure. Okay, so next up we got some we got some more metal. This is uh, War Moon Lord with Battle Spells. It was submitted by Tyler. Um, this is a Finnish band. Tyler wanted to note that this is on uh, Werewolf Records, which is run by Werewolf of Satanic Warmaster. So this is at the very least on a racist guy's label. Yeah. Um, whether or not this is racist, well, it's on Werewolf's label and it's based out of Finland, so do the math. <laughs> well, you know what? 
Just because you like racist music doesn't mean you're a racist. Of course, as we have as we have well what, established. What, what are you gonna do? Right, right. <laughs> right. What are you gonna do? Right. I mean, and just because you let a racist guy put your band out doesn't you, mean you're racist either. You are embracing a sound that is dedicated towards the worst of humanity. Yeah. The best you can do is accept the worst of humanity. <laughs> yeah. For right. Sure. You can't. You can't com- complain about the fucking wallpaper. Yeah. For sure. So they got the third song queued up to play. Uh, I believe this is uh, some black metal shit. So we are going to hear of a moribund vision by War Moon Lord off of Battle Spells. And it's probably not racist. We're just going to say. Okay. All right. Just to cover our asses. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is definitely fucking racist. There's no way this is. Look at this shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that yeah. this isn't yeah. fucking racist. Yeah, fucking right? look at it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's no way. Like, look at the dudes on the album cover. Yeah. Right? Right. The, the drawing of the various fucking knights and their, and their, their horned leader in the background. Sure. Right? Yeah. You think those guys are fucking cool? <laughs> Absolutely right? not. You think you think those guys are cool with what's uh, what's uh, culturally acceptable nowadays? <laughs> no, no, absolutely no, not. No, 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 no. All right. So what are we going to listen to? Uh, of a moribund vision. Of a moribund vision. Yeah.
All right, we just heard of a moribund vision by War Moon Lord off of their record battle spells. How'd you feel about that? Um, do you like 1990s black metal? Yeah. Then you like this, right? For do sure. you like the section? Do you like Immortal? Yeah. Right? Yep. Do you like uh, Dark Throne from 1993? Well, and even if you steered clear of them because of their politics, uh, do you like Satanic Warmaster? Because there's there's plenty of that in yeah. this too. This that, makes that's sense. It's on it's on this label. Yeah. I mean, this was this was good. This was very good. Yeah. Again, it's not my favorite version of black metal. Sure. Um, but usually, when I do the first thing I think about when I think of black metal is almost always dissection, right? And stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This was this was fucking good from that respect. I got no fucking complaints whatsoever. Yeah, there were some really good there were some really good riffs here when it was going fast. Again, it was uh, th- those were my favorite parts of this. Also, this is kind of how I unless you're using keyboards in a way that is like intentionally over the top and fucking corn dick. This is the way that I think keys best complement black metal as just an added an added texture in the mix to to uh, to throw some ambiance in there. Um, yeah, this was really good, man. I don't have that much else to say about it. It was it was really good black metal in exactly the vein um, that you've just described. Uh, maybe racist, maybe not. At least on a racist label, but hey. It's really fucking good. Here's the thing, though, you know, and I think that generally speaking, most people who listen to black metal accept this. It's it's yeah. the it's the outside world for right? sure because because black metal has only recently really started to like contain any broader appeal. It's the outside world, like like yeah. black metal black metal that has like a socially conscious purpose. Yeah, is not black metal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure, right? yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It might as well be Christian black metal, right? Yeah. Like, sure, maybe it sounds the same. Yeah, right, but it's not. It's it's it, the intent fucking matters, right? right? The sure. intent fucking matters. Um, so I guess you you can't complain if it's not like hip, right? And don't complain and don't it, when your favorite bands aren't fucking hip and actually chill, right? But here's the thing, <laughs> yeah, right. Ideally, yeah, black metal is a world where the strong survive. Sure. So just like KK Warslock got his fucking Warslock got his fucking ass knocked out, yeah, when he said some derogatory terms to Color of the Storms, yeah. That's that's how you have to fucking roll it. Of course, yes. right? yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Let's, let's bring it back. Let's get real with it. Let's stop fucking being wimps. Right. Right. And uh, you know, if uh, old boy from fucking Satanic Warmaster has something to say, sit his ass the fuck down. <laughs> yes, right. For and sure. according by his to his own ethos, he should fucking respect that. Agreed. Yes. A few less teeth, maybe a broken knee. Yeah. And now you sit the fuck down. Right. Survival of the fittest. That's right. That's social Darwinism in action. You got your ass beat. Yep. Um, all right. So last up for the night, we have got Slimex. No, it's not last money. up for the night. Well, no. <laughs> last up. Not for, even close. Last up for this episode. Right. It, for us, it's barely scratching the surface. 342. Yeah, for sure. Holy shit. We, this is going to be a long one. I told you. Yeah, this is going to be a long, long one. <laughs> okay. So last up for this app, maybe last up for your night, your uh, listening experience. We have Slimex with Easy Money. You can find this at sparedflesh.com. Um, so this was sent in by Sam, one of the previous Sams that also submitted something else on this episode, but I'm not sure which Sam. This is the Sam and Brody uh, and Brody show. This is the Sam and Brody show. Yeah, exactly. Um, which sounds like a an offshoot, like a comic uh, from like the the Kevin Smith Clerks universe. Um, okay, so they have the first song queued up to play, Visitor. Uh, this was described as like some synth-heavy stuff out of Portland. It looks like some synth-heavy punk out of Portland for yep. sure. Uh, so we're going to hear the song Visitor by Slimex off of Easy Money.
Congratulations, you won. just heard the song Visitor by the band Slimex off of their release, Easy Money. That was really good. We're a lot of this stuff going around, this is really good. It was not markedly different than a lot of the stuff that's going around. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Um, I did think it was, I thought it was frustratingly brief. Yes, I felt like it too. I felt like this song could have gone more, done a little more, gone a little, done a little more with itself. And uh, I don't know, showed a bit of, showed a greater diversity of ideas. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I would have liked to hear a, a two two minute runtime on this and, and put some more ideas in here. And it looks like this is pretty standard. Like basically every song on this record is just over a minute. It's about right. a minute or just over a minute. Right. Uh, and for this particular format, I'm usually left wanting more than a minute of music because there are there's some really good hooks in here. Yeah. Really good. When it hooks. came in, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's super, super catchy. Um, but this is a this is a format that lends itself to to ideas. You can do a lot with this format. Um, you can you can stack hook on hook in songs like this, and uh, and you'll have me coming back for more. So I'm a little frustrated at the brevity here, which is uh, the opposite of our typical refrain. But uh, but yeah, this was good for sure. I will listen to the rest of this. But I imagine that even if I like this a lot, I'm probably going to just be left wanting more, which I guess is a better thing to have me feeling than thinking that you've way overstayed your welcome. Uh, but if you can find a happy medium between between those two things that's kind of where that's where my preference is yeah i feel pretty much the same way um a couple things i want to note about this release there was a seven inch lathe cut a hand cut lathe yeah. hand cut lathe and then there's also a cassette if you bought the lathe cut sucker <laughs> yeah for sure you're... those things sound like shit yeah you should have bought the cassette if yes. you actually want to if you actually want something that you can use and listen to yeah right um other than that yeah this is fine it, i don't think that um I'll check out the rest of it. I'm f I'm familiar with a few things on like that gauge release that came out this month. Uh -huh. I was literally just listening at it this morning. Okay, and sort of weighing in whether or not I liked it, and I think I came to the conclusion that I eh, could give or take it. Um, I'm not. I, I'm familiar with the releases that are at least present on Spared Flesh. Mm -hmm. Um, on this Bandcamp page, but um, I was not familiar with the label, so I'm going to check the label out a little bit more. Uh, the Gobs, I feel like that's yep. an Australian band, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Um, but that's the only one on here that I'm familiar with, actually. So. Yeah, the Gobs, that um, Gage, Gage Marie, I wasn't 
Uh, whatever. Okay. There's it, a few things on here I've there's, seen. There's definitely looks to be like a unifying aesthetic here on this label. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, not bad. I thought that was that was real solid for what it is. But uh, but but would love to hear love to hear more than what is presented for sure. Yeah. Recorded well though. I liked I liked how that was sounded and the and the graphic design is cool. Like it looks cool. Um, this is a thing that even <laughs> this is a thing you can use easily use to um, to elevate your cachet in certain subculture circles. If you have a cool long sleeve like the kind that these guys are selling, you you don't even really have to like this that much. It just helps you look cool. Right. Helps you helps you sleep be, with a certain be, type of person. You'll be real fucking cool. <laughs> so uh you get in with Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> yeah. Well no wicked wisdom served your way. You, the shirt gets you through the door. Yeah. But you gotta be a bull. <laughs> Right, that's right. Right. Otherwise, you end up on the cleanup. You gotta, you gotta bring, you gotta bring the heat. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right. For sure. Um, okay, that's uh, that concludes Hell Week episode two. So again, for you, you you've had uh, all the luxury in the world of uh, taking a break, uh, eating some food. You've probably hell. You probably listened to this a few days apart. Uh, for us, we're just going to continue down on this uh, downward spiral. I'm starting to feel it now. Not very much. I'm still like feeling pretty good, but I'm already, I'm starting to feel it in the sense that I'm looking ahead at what we have in front of us. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Right now I'm, I'm okay. But like in the near future, I'm going to start to not get okay. Yeah, I'm not tired yet. No, I'm um, not tired yet, but I'm like, I'm, it's starting to dawn on me like what we've what we've signed on. And for. we've only done twenty. Yeah, 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 man. We're, Boy, are we're, we wimps. We're like a fifth we, of the way through. We opened up the last episode complaining about having to listen to classic punk and hardcore. Yeah. To guest spot on somebody else's show. <laughs> yeah. And now we're not even 20, 20 songs, twenty bands, and we're twenty bands in now, and we're like, ugh. Yeah. Do we even like what we do? Do we even fucking like this shit? I think we like what we do. This is just, it's just a lot, man. Okay. <laughs> it's just a lot. Well, you're, you see, you're looking at it in a different way than I am because I don't see all of them listed in front of me. Yeah, I've got the, I've got the email just open in front of me. And right. It's a nightmare. Right. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next one.